Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. We now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Keltis Show. Eight forty nine on the Mike Cal the show. It's one oh two five the bone, seven two seven five seven nine one oh two five or eight hundred seven seven one one oh two five. Mike Cannon is here. Yo he's gonna be at Size Putters this weekend. He's got a special, we'll talk about that here in a second. First we gotta we gotta play this. I wanna remind everybody, we we talked about some good stuff today, including the uh the Rangers fan sucker punching a Lightning fan Oof. in the face last night after the game, which is pretty brutal to watch. Did you text you... Austin to see if that was him? <laughs> I did not yet. It really does look like it was. Uh, and uh, also, there is the uh, song that Galvin made us sing this morning, mm-hmm. uh, We Eat Farts, that's been turned into a music video. You can find that all at our Instagram. If you'd like at... to hear it real quick. You got it. We eat farts. We eat farts. Galvin is the best and we eat farts. I love it. I have to explain that to our guest. Uh, <laughs> we play a game, and when you get three in a row wins, uh, then you get to make a rule. Mm-hmm. And Galvin made the rule that we had to sing that song, We Eat Farts, We Eat Farts. <laughs> Galvin is the best, We Eat Farts. Because we're a bunch of four-year-olds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it went over so well that he did a remix, and now there's a video and everything. It's uh, at the Mike Caldas Show on Instagram. I mean, that has charting on the iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> written all over it. My cousin Sal lives in South Florida, and he texts me. He goes, can you guys play the Golden Girls theme so I can get the weed?" Fart song out of my head. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, you know we're in a, uh, a situation here where, for the past fifteen years, we've worked here and it's been wonderful. And uh, the future of this show is uh, is up in the air right now in a serious way. And uh, I think and hope that everything will work out and we'll be fine. Uh, my daughter, who is nine years old, a little bit more concerned about the future, not so much uh, as confident as I am. She wrote an open letter, uh, a la Galvin to Cox Media Group, and I'll uh, play that for you right now. Here we go. And now, an open letter. From me, Juliana. Hi, I'm Juliana, and I'm just nine years old, and this is an open letter to Cox Media Group. (laughs) That's a Cox. Dear Cox Media Group, (laughs) seriously, there's only a few days left on my dad's contract. What are we waiting for, nerds? This guy has been busting his ass delivering ratings for you dopes for 15 years. When he started here, I still lives in his balls. Who else in this market can take a slightly special Puerto Rican kid, a senile senior citizen, and make them radio superstars? I mean, what genius can take a ditzy blonde with a penchant for dark meat and turn her into a college-educated woman in radio? I know, I know. He already makes a ton of cash. But think about it. He survived through 52-minute music hours and the s*** program directors guaranteed. Seriously, one program director was a slow-talking lurch with one f***ing eye. That's right, he was a Cyclops. And the other one was a tiny peace-loving hippie. He's trying to teach my dad about radio, and he's already done more than both of them combined. Oh, and remember, when you're brought in, the fat, cross-eyed, cuck, yo-yo. How'd that work out for you? (laughs) My dad even brought you guys Galvin, and you said, um, he's a little sophomore. And while I agree, yes, he's the funniest sophomore that you'll ever meet. 
Take a second and think about what this hole is going to turn into when he leaves. Now I know, fancy watches and European trips, those are for the salespeople. But good luck next year when those same salespeople are trying to sell the Mo and Nancy Alexander show. Hey, hey, seriously, God, how about doing it for me? I'm nine years old and I'd like to get a card someday. It's bad enough. My dad has already ruined my reputation by making me the youngest potty mouth in Tampa Bay. <laughs> so, if I end up on a stripper pole giving $25 HJs, that's on you, Cox. That's on you. Bugle boy, bitches. This has been an open letter to Cox Media Group. You dummies. Juliana, out. <laughs> yeah. she's, keep in mind, she's nervous. This is a wonderful place to work. She's just a little bit... A little bit anxious right. about the future and know exactly what's going to happen. My favorite part was the dismissive laugh before the sentence, like, and you guys will fail. <laughs> She's very confident yeah. about the future. Yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you again to the folks at Chicago Smokehouse who brought by uh, the food that Spanish refused to give to us. <laughs> Just let us smell it till it tortures us. But, yeah, sorry. Uh, Carmen, I could not eat a lot of it because there was oh. barbecue sauce. But I did take a tiny bite, and it, those ribs are fantastic. Yeah, yeah they're good. So that was jealous. good stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. You always have food when I'm not there. It's Yes, crap. we celebrate it. We go, <laughs> what can we do yeah. to show how happy we are Carmen isn't here? I know. Carmen, who has a penchant for dark meat. What a great <laughs> <line>. <laughs> I love dark meat. I mean, nothing like a Nespresso and pulled pork at 830 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a sure sign that I'm getting old, that I drink coffee with everything. Yes. The other day, I grabbed food, sat in the living room, and I was like, I didn't get a drink. I'm like, I got my iced coffee. And I go, how am I eating coffee with chicken? You know, it's just- <laughs> Delicious. Uh, yeah, uh, Mike Cannon is here. Mike is going to be at Side Splitters all weekend long. Uh, are you here Sunday too, or just yeah? Oh yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing 47 whole. shows. <laughs> Thirty of them on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go tonight to the uh, to the second show. How about this? So I said to my wife last night, I go, Hey, um, Cannon's here this weekend, and I'm going to go to the uh, late show tomorrow night. Is that cool or is anything? And she goes, Oh no, okay. And then she stopped and she goes, Maybe I'll go with you. And I go. Okay. And then she waited and she goes, Well, you didn't seem too enthusiastic about that. And I go, About you going to the comedy show with me? And she goes, Yeah. I go, So you're telling me you're going to go to a show that starts at 10 30 on a Friday night and we have two kids and all that stuff? Like, there's no, you're going to come up with nine excuses not to get, you're going to be like, uh, well, we didn't have a babysitter, and I'm exhausted. I know I said I was going to go. I was like, don't don't try to start a fight with me. I just know how you are. She also was just trying to see whether you'd be excited or be, make an excuse and be like, right. well, I don't know if you should go because... She uh, she used to do that in the beginning with uh, with our band when our band would play out. And she'd be like, where are you guys playing? And I go, oh, we're at uh, Madeira Beach tonight. And she's like, maybe I'll go. And I go, great, let me know. And she'd be like, no, I'm not going to go. I'm like, yeah. right. <laughs> I'm like, was that a test? Were you just yeah. testing me? Yeah. yeah, if you would have said no, there was 100% she was going. Yeah. There is a, uh, you know, there every, there's a thing that people think that we're like, uh, you know, we get off stage and groupies are just waiting for us. Yeah. You know? And I took a picture one day that totally showed what life for us was like after the band. It was me and Pete. In our hotel room together, sharing a room. 
Pete with his sleep apnea mask on, <laughs> me with a gallon of milk and Rolaids next to my bed, <laughs> watching Exploring Alaska. Yeah. That's it. The true life of rock. rock <laughs> yeah, see me, I have like all I sell a lot of single tickets. <laughs> One eyebrowed maniacs that just kind of look at you through them and they're just like after the show, they're like, You mean the world to me, dude. Can we take a quick picture? And it always looks like they're gonna be responsible for my death. <laughs> I said that's the thing. She's like, "Who are you gonna go with?" And I go, "I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't care. I don't. I don't need to line up a date to do everything." <laughs> yeah. And she's like, uh, "You're gonna go by yourself?" I go, "Maybe." I go, "I don't know. It'll be game time decision. I I would. I could just walk in there and stand in the back if I want to. You know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I felt that way with Top Gun. Two. I just went to see that, and it's I, awesome, right? I, yeah, it was unreal. I loved it. But my wife was like, was like, I'll come with you, and I was like, cool. Yeah. And she's like, well, maybe I won't. And I was like, if you want to see me pull a Pee Wee Herman in the middle of this movie theater, then come on board. But otherwise, I'm gonna go to enjoy the beach bodies. Yeah. <laughs> it's up to you. We, yeah, we can't stop uh, reminiscing about the original Top Gun, uh, where they were playing volleyball yeah. and the song playing. Do you know the song playing? Darwin, do you have it handy? You can play I do. it during <laughs> the volleyball scene. Don't tell him. Uh, so go ahead, and play it, Calvin. There, uh, it's it's Iceman and Maverick and Goose and Slider, and they're playing in jeans and jean shorts and no shirts, posing, oiled up, oiled yeah, up, I mean, and playing shot. volleyball. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> except for Goose, they were like, "Goose, leave your shirt on." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Anthony Edwards, you'll be a doctor on network TV. <laughs> they said to them. Uh, get on out there and play tough and play hard. Sweat it up so the so the girls and guys like you. Yeah. And then they will have Kenny Loggins write a second song for the movie. Not not uh, Highway to the Danger Zone, but this fun hit called Playing with the Boys. Yeah. <laughs> also, how much did they have to lower the net for Tom oh Cruise God, to be able to spike it? So <laughs> it's like a tennis net. <laughs> Some place to be, checking your watch uh, during the volleyball. He's got a date. Yeah. yeah. Who, who's hotter, Maverick or, or Iceman? Iceman. So I'm going to go full hipster, and I'm going to go Iceman's wingman. As the, yeah. I mean, his body is yeah. crazy. Look at that. Yeah. Look at yeah. just on cue. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's the one that does the pose. Yeah. 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 yeah, look at that. There it is. Yeah. I can't believe you just stopped the song before the chorus. Uh, <laughs> In terms of, like... There, there's very few just just white guys with like insane genetic like yeah. you could just tell where that guy's body and Charlie Hunnam. Do you know who oh, that is? Oh yeah, yeah. from uh, Sunday There's a scene in Green Street Hooligans, which is like I've been thinking about for the last 15 years, and he just comes out of the shower and he is. So symmetrical and yoked, I've I've been just trying to yeah. do that without putting in much effort. Did you watch the new uh, Jack Reeser series on Amazon? Which John Krasinski? No, no, no. That's the other. That's the okay. other one. It's kind of like Ryan. yeah, oh, that's Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Jo- J- uh, Reacher is a movie that Tom, that Tom Cruise they did two Jack Reacher movies. Oh, and they right. made a, a series out of it, and the uh, series has this guy. He is a giant. He's just a giant, muscular, but not like a steroid guy. Just like a natural guy. And at one point in the movie, the girl that he's flirting with, she's in the shower, and he takes his shirt off and his clothes off, and he walks in the shower with her. And while they're in there, I looked at him a lot like uh, uh, what's his name Hoffman, Philip Seymour Hoffman looked like. Looked at Mark Wahlberg when he took his. I was like, <sighs> I mean, he's standing. Next, yeah, he's standing next to a naked girl, and I didn't even shift my eyes over. I was yeah. like, look at the body on that guy; it's amazing. So I don't know what it is for you. 
but the, it's not it's not so much that I want to to be with them no. romantically. No. It's more that I want to like wear their body. <laughs> like I just want to take their body for a spin yeah. and understand what it's like to be that wanted. Some some point uh, some time ago before it was kind of cool to say gay stuff. Yeah, I was uh, would always talk about how beautiful David Beckham was. Mm-hmm. Like back then, everybody was like, "Hey, queer," and I'm like, "I don't care. You can say whatever you want." David Beckham is. Gorgeous, yeah. And uh, every every phase of his hair and everything just got better and better looking. And uh, why was I telling? You? Oh, because because I I would I would be like, you don't understand. I don't want to kiss David Beckham. I'm not attracted to him yeah. that way. But what it would be like to be him yes. for a, a little while, just to walk around with that head, just to be able to do, just to be able to tie a. A, a whale spout knot in the top of my head and get a tattoo under my ear and everybody's like, that guy's hot. Yeah. Even yeah. like like Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic, right? I don't I don't want to, I don't I don't have those looks, I don't have that body. But every time I watch that movie, I like swipe phantom <laughs> hair behind my ear. <laughs> just pretending I'm on the top deck. Yeah, it's just it's so it's so weird. I remember when when I was a kid and the new kids on the block came out mm-hmm. I hated all of them. I hated their dumb music and all that. It was just, it was terrible. Who was the poor monkey-faced fella? Which one? Yeah. Oh, there was Danny. <laughs> Danny, yeah. that's the one. Joey was the only real attractive one. Well, there was Jordan, too. Jordan was that's pretty right. odd. Because Jordan, <laughs> Jordan was the one that I wish I looked like. Jordan and I had similar hairstyles, mm. although his worked and mine. I just had a guido mop, and he had, like, good hair. And I used to be like, man, what the, that what that must be like to be in a band when you're a kid like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Uh, it seems to me that all the boy bands... Always have one Cro Magnon man in it. Like yes. they all were like InSync had kinda two. InSync had uh who? The, well Chris Kirkpatrick was by far the ugly one. You're uh, you're uh, out of your Chris Kirkpatrick is one of my heroes. No kidding. I was just with him a couple weeks ago and <laughs> I swear I'm talking out. in comparison. If he sat next to me, I'm sure people would be like he is prettier. Yeah, I I am just saying he, he well, here's the thing about Chris. Although, well, although he was not Justin Timberlake pretty, yes. he did have a style about him. He had that little, sure. the little thing on his chin, and he that and Joey looked just like your typical Guido guy. He looked like he would wear like one of those Big Johnson t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that's the type of college dude. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh, it's so funny how logos um, just totally describe somebody. I I was driving behind somebody, and they had a. Uh, it looked like a homemade. It was a poured martini glass, and it said it's five o'clock somewhere. And I was like, I hate this person. <laughs> I absolutely hate this person. Uh, I don't care on four twenty if you want to smoke pot and be sure. like, hey, it's four twenty. But somebody who's like, it's my holiday. Oh yeah, like, you, we hate you. We were just talking about it on on Calta and Kelly the other day, where I was like, it's funny when you could tell somebody is newly into weed because it becomes their entire yeah. personality, and some of them do it publicly, like Miley. Got it. Miley Cyrus went got into weed in front of when she was at her biggest, uh-huh. and so of course she's having. From yeah, don't my bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, he's, I'm so used to having like, yeah, a It just yeah. flew out my bed. Yeah. But uh, it, it's it's so interesting when it kind of just like yeah, it just becomes the defining characteristic of <laughs> yeah, that person. Yeah, yeah, I that's so that's so true. I mean, you meet the people right away. You meet somebody. This is Dan. Oh, Dan smokes weed. Yeah, you, know, you just yes. look at Dan and go. He's got all the anybody who's got one of those uh, like shirt. a weed hat or anything, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or, or socks that or, I'm currently wearing yeah. uh, <laughs> that I got for free. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I, it's usually to me it's the uh, it's like the Bob Marley shirt without the Bob Marley logo, like just yeah. those colors and a leaf yeah. on it. I'm like, 
you. That's mm. a guy I hate. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have a lot of kids that I grew up with that got like the pot leaf tattoo oh, with like like smoking a joint so it's double double cool you get it <laughs> yeah we got it um mike cannon has a special that is available that you can go watch now and it is free yeah free on, on youtube youtube mike now, cannon ex- comedy explain this to me what is the benefit of that to uh, put it out there for free? Uh, selling tickets for the m- oh, most for part. I mean, we can monetize it and get certain. But you know, you're not selling. You're not putting the special out there to be rich off the special. You no. want people to be able to see your comedy. Yeah. So when you come to their town, they come see you at the show. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's like you can wait for offers to come in. Right. Which they're few and far between. Netflix is paying for the upper upper guys. They're given 20, 30 mil per hour. What? So it's like, I'm not, oh yeah, that's what Chappelle whoa, whoa, whoa. is. Oh, Chappelle. But like Seinfeld, similar, like Okay, but most who, of let me think of somebody on, who else? Like, no way Burke got $20 million for him. There's no way. I'm sure he got a lot. I mean, somebody like Bert probably got a fair amount of money. Maybe it's not like twenty, but Bert I mean, Amy, enough, yes. I think Amy got like ten. Ooh. Yeah, but a- okay, so Amy's a different thing because she came out at a right time and was a woman, and uh, mm. they were like, "Oh, we could latch on to her." Not that she wasn't funny to take anything away from sure. her, but she just became the favorite right then. So yeah. she got everything. <laughs> then Monique got offered like a free lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor Monique. <laughs> I'm a legend. I mean, it turned out she was totally right. She was right? A, it, it came she, out. She came in the studio, and we talked about this, and she's like, if you're going to tell me that I'm a legend in comedy, then why would you pay me less than you're paying other people? And I was like, yeah, you're absolutely, you're 100% right, Yeah, and you have a right to say something. I don't know that it's because you're black, but I know that it could be because your audience isn't as big, your reach isn't as big, although I think she's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So she does this whole thing on the show, and at the end, she's like, well, baby, thank you for having me on. And you're going to cancel that Netflix. And I was like, well, no, I'm not going to cancel that Netflix. <laughs> Let's be Let's not get crazy about it I now. empathize, but Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of good movies on that channel that I can't get anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, I felt bad for Monique. Okay, so uh, if you go to the YouTube and you just search Mike Cannon or... Mike, Mike Cannon, Cannon Comedy, Comedy yeah. You'll it's called find. White Privilege Homeless. I have, I have three hours of stand-up on my YouTube as well as, like, all this additional stuff. But, yeah, I mean, you know, all I'm trying to do is basically just, yeah, generate the following. I'm I'm lucky enough or hardworking enough to turn over the material pretty fast. Right. So I'm already working on a new hour. I have a crowd work special coming out in July. So I, I love that. People, good comedians who do good crowd work mm-hmm. are so good. Like Ian Bag is, is one of my favorites. unreal. He, yeah. he just comes out there and just destroys the, the crowd. Uh, Bobby is the absolute best. Like, yeah. Bobby doesn't even do it on purpose. Bobby comes out. I, I went to go see him at Uncle Vinny's. And he came out, and there was this other fat guy sitting at the at the table where the comedians walk out of the hallway, and his chair was back because he was fat. And Bobby's like, "Well, I'm fat, and you're fat, and I can't get around you because your chair's out so far." And he's like, "And neither one of us, we were at a fat standoff because neither one of us wanted to move, dude." And he just he just for the whole show made fun of that guy all off the top of his head. He's brilliant that yes. way. Bo- so, Bobby's like, it's almost less crowd work and more involuntary disgust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is I try to tell him all the time I go this is not because we're friends I have seen him more times than most people do stand up just because I hang out with him yeah, yeah. and every time I go it makes me it makes me laugh like I'd never seen him before yeah. it's it's great he's so fun to watch so so do you pay the cost on shooting all this or yeah. Do it for you? yeah so I mean I, I obviously I shot it with the potential of selling it right. obviously and that's what you do and you you put together the high 
the highest quality production that you could. I worked with this guy, uh, John Sheridan and Homeless Pimp, who did my, uh, who shot Chris DiStefano's special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, they worked with me on my last one, Life Begins. So I had a great, great group of like really good directors and artists to make it look good, you know, fantastic. And then <clears throat> the, I did get some offers, but a lot of the offers right now for somebody like me who is trying to accumulate as many people as possible, uh, the offers are like, cool, you spent 10 grand on that. Why don't you give it to us for free? Uh, and then we'll split the profits. <laughs> and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, so you guys start at zero. I start at negative 10K. Right. And then <laughs> we'll money, meet yeah. somewhere in the middle never. Like, that sounds awesome. I feel like the, I feel like I have a business opportunity there. I feel like every time somebody says that, something in my head should be going off. Like, this is what you should be doing. Mm. Getting a business that shoots people's things. And then, and, yeah. uh, I just think, because I'm into it and i you know i i loved being down here for bobby's special to watch uh louis involvement in mm -hmm. it and and he is a uh strange human not in a bad way he louis yeah yeah it's like you don't know if he likes you or yeah. if he hates you or if one minute he likes you and one minute he hates you he was extremely nice to us i have nothing bad to say about him totally but it just it, it, i don't really i don't get awkward around people especially celebrities really and mm -hmm. i wasn't with him but i felt like i should probably just sit back and just leave him let him be he's Even a hard, he's a hard read like yeah. cuz i i've hung out with him a few times like kind of peripherally i'd never try to inject myself all right. that much because Comedically, to me, he is the dude. He's like great, he's yeah. he's my hero. Like that that guy, just comedy wise, is unreal down the middle. Yeah. But so I feel always reluctant to kind of join in, and then you know he's again tough to kind of connect with. So I haven't yeah. I haven't forced the issue. And then one night we had this like great talk about tangential comedy and how like even the stuff that you write that doesn't technically work for your act right now he's like always keep it because it might be a fun aside to go off to and then kind of come back to the bit so it's all like he's talking to me about the structure of an yeah, hour yeah. Cerebral. I'm like I'm because it's exactly also how I feel and it kind of confirmed a few things and this is my guy I'm like I'm listening to it and I'm like wow we're connecting this is amazing and then the next few times I saw him he's just like <laughs> just kept walking by, and I'm like, damn, I thought we had a moment, dude. <laughs> What's up, Mark? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He loved uh, Joe, though. He loved he Joe. Oh, yeah. He loved Joe. He loved uh, our band. Yeah. Loved the band. Yeah. He, um... Bobby said, "I go, how's the, how's the special stuff coming together? Because they're in Europe right now. Oh, yeah. And he goes, I did. He goes, I don't... I don't know. That's all in their hands now. He goes, I'm sure it'll be fine. I go, okay, good. He goes, but Louis did say, hey, this stuff over here, I cut all that out. And I go, and that, that doesn't bother you? He goes, no. He's a genius. He okay. goes, if he knows what to cut out, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Well, the uh, woman that passed out oh, mid-set. Oh, mid yeah. Well, Wild. Well, I told Bobby, I was like, that, so it might not make the, the hour. But I was like, that could be all final credits stuff yeah. like that because that's interesting. Yeah, I had yeah. I, on my on Life Begins. I had in my second show, like I got it in the first show for the most part, except I did forget the title bit of the hour. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the one chunk that I had to really focus on remembering for the second show. But there were two guys who were like straight off the boat from China, <laughs> had no idea what they were coming to see, I guess. Like, everybody else knew it was a special taping. It was all this stuff. And they were sitting in the front row having a full, like, in the middle of the street volume Mandarin okay. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like, truly not understanding what their surroundings While were. And so I, like, I, I, I just kind of stopped for a minute. was like, hey, like, I'm, I'm filming something. And they just kept going. There was a very clear communication <laughs> barrier. And I had to, like, slowly kneel down in front of them. And I was like, 
hey. (laughs) Shaking, but I handled it well enough. Definitely said, like, you know, some some moderately inappropriate stuff, especially in this day and age. And, uh, but we kept. Like the kind of stuff that would keep you upset in your life. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I kept it on my special, and that's just just for you guys who stick around all 45 minutes. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Mike, I have some breaking news. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, this is for the Rangers fan who knocked out the uh, Lightning fan, the sucker punch there. Uh, so apparently, Perp James Anastasio, 29 years old, from guess where? Staten Island. Staten Island. Yeah. Was arrested and charged with two counts of assault, two counts of disorderly conduct, and two counts of harassment. Uh, the victim uh, refused medical attention on the scene, so hopefully that means he's okay. They didn't give his name? No, they did not give his name. It's I'm not going Austin with, Walker. I'm going with Austin Walker. <laughs> hey, what is the guy's name? Uh, the guy's name is uh, James Anastasio. Anastasio. He's 29. I know. I'm just saying, all my guys were there last night. I wonder if anybody knows him or whatever. You <laughs> is know? this a younger brother of one of your friends? That's maybe? what I'm saying. Yeah. So what, That's... A ter- what a terrible decision to refuse medical attention. It's no like, dude, kidding. what do you want to be, Natasha Richardson? For like, real. dude, you took three <laughs> hits Richardson. to the head. Uh, but the thing is that you get punched in the face, you go down, and then when you get up, you don't remember it being that bad. So you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. I go walk home. Yeah. 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 Good when you look at the video, though, the you know. Also, you no longer re- remember English. So yeah. they're just yeah. talking to you yeah. Just looking at him. The guy sits up and he goes, uh, I'm fine. I'm going to go play piano again. Yeah. <laughs> you never played before, Rick. Um, <laughs> I got to tell you, though, they should they should really give this guy an award for throwing such a great left hook. I mean, crazy. Really, yeah. yeah. He planted and everything. I got to I gotta honestly call Austin and see, because that looks so much it like him. It does look just like him. Yeah. yeah. Looked, I tweeted he, it out, so we'll see. He decleated that dude. Like, look at his oh, feet. Yeah. Immediately come yeah. up. Immediately come up. That guy has brain damage. Right. Austin? Hey, what's up? Yeah, you're live on the Mike Caldas show. How are you? Pretty good. I was just listening. What's going on? Oh, you didn't get punched in the face of the Rangers game, did you? <laughs> no. No, I didn't. Have, Have you, you seen, seen the, the video? video? I did. I literally just watched it. Oh, it looks it looks like you getting punched. Galvin was like, that looks like Austin. I was and worried. You're, you're known to show up in different places, so I thought maybe you might have just been there. <laughs> If you find that guy, I'm going to need a stunt double one of these guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I think lean into it and get the viral video yes. going. Yes. All right, Austin. Glad you're alive. See you later. Take it here. Bye. <laughs> yeah, you got to watermark that video and yeah, use it for man. press. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking to the guy now. Yeah. We have a guy here. What is that guy's name? The comedian? Oh, Artie Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you ever heard of that guy? No. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> have you? So... Artie Fletcher is a comedian that is Artie Fletcher, New York's bad boy. Oh. And, um... Surprised you haven't heard of him. (laughs) As a New Yorker and a fan of bad boys, I'm I'm genuinely shocked. (laughs) So I used to hang out with... I still do, but I used to hang out with a lot of guys who worked at the Improv, Mm -hmm. and uh, they had a podcast... And Johnny B, who does nights for us, is on was on the podcast. This, I got to tell you, this kid had a podcast before anybody had a podcast. Mm. And um, I was on the show, and we were talking, and they were like, oh, Artie Fletcher. Right? I'm like, what is this Artie Fletcher? And they go, Artie Fletcher's a comedian. And he. this is what they said. This is allegedly, I don't know that this is true, but other people have backed up the story. Artie Fletcher got caught going down on a cook at the uh, improv back in the day and uh, they were like th- on top of that's on top of him being a horrible comedian <laughs> but uh does not live that kind of lifestyle so it was just a shock to everybody yeah yeah know? so uh i already same in his defense says it's not true yeah there's the new york bad boy 
He's about 80. No, but I mean, that's the sweetest picture know, on earth, right? which is hilarious. He's in a chin. bowler shirt with a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, easy there, Fonzie. <laughs> so he is a complete and utter fraud. And it's unbelievable. Remember last time we had him on, we, we had the other picture of him on The Tonight Show? That's what I was going to tell him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, he is a complete and utter fraud. He is friends with Gallagher, mm-hmm. uh, who we've had. Two a, or one? One. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> OG, OGG. We uh, threw Gallagher out of the studio one time. It was oh. one of our defining moments on the show. Um, and he had, he had, I didn't want to have Gallagher on the show. I had no interest in a guy who smashes watermelons for a living. But there was, it was already. By the way, guy. real quick, I have to give Mike Helta some props. So, Mike, you do stand up comedy, you write jokes all the time. Mike came up with this off the cuff because Gallagher was such a dick and he was being such a miserable old prick and like wouldn't answer stuff and told Mike that his story didn't go anywhere. And Mike said, Okay, Gallagher, that's enough. Go smash your fruit in the hall. <laughs> One of the greatest lines ever uttered on, on any medium ever. It was so great. I hope you brought your travel mallet. Beat yeah. it. <laughs> so he was promoting a show that he was on with Artie Fletcher. Somehow these two were like living at Artie's mother's house, Gallagher oh, and Artie. No. Yeah, it's like a old, it's a weird old man thing. And um, so the, I don't know. The, over the years, we've had uh, we've had him on the show. We yell at each other a lot and all this. And uh, then Artie, I'm looking through some ads somewhere, and it says uh, Legends of Comedy. <laughs> Are going to be at this thing, comedy legends, Jimmy JJ Walker, and yeah. I go, okay, that's a that's can go by legend sure. if he wants to. Uh, Gallagher can go by legend if he wants to because mm-hmm. he's been around long enough. And Artie Fletcher, and I was like, well, that's where I got to draw the line. <laughs> Artie Fletcher is not a comic legend whatsoever. And uh, we called him up, and we called him on the air, and we said, you cannot sell fifty dollars tickets to go see. Three comedy legends. When the best one you have is Jimmy Walker, who hasn't been funny in thirty years, <laughs> and and we were, there was something else he was saying that was false in that advertisement. I don't remember. Do you remember? I, I don't know. But we called him up, and he was like, "I got, I got all these credits." He always tells me about these times he was on like Law and Order or something. And I'm like, "Who cares? Everybody was anybody who lived in New York could be on Law and Order. Yeah, it's extra work." <laughs> yeah. So he's like, "I got fifty credits. I got this, that, and the other thing." And blah blah blah. You look at my website, you'll see it. So we went to his website. And he actually has it listed that he was on The Tonight Show. So I called and I said, interesting, if you were on Letterman and you were on The Tonight Show, wouldn't you have those YouTube clips available for people to see? Now, I do know that when he was on Letterman, it was because he just so happened to be in the crowd when Letterman did one of those bits where he goes in the crowd and talks to people. Yeah. It wasn't set up. They didn't put him in. He just had tickets to the show. And he got caught, and now he listed as a credit. Did, no, no, the next yeah. one gets worse. The next one gets worse. So, so I know this from the people at Letterman. Okay, mm. so I know this for a fact. Then uh, he, and then he's like, "I was on the Tonight Show." I go, "Where is that?" And which Tonight Show was it? Jimmy Fallon. I was on Jay Leno, and then you look, and what he did was he went to like Universal Studios where they have a Tonight Show set. And he sat on the couch, and they do this fake video, like where, you, where Jay goes. So now, tell me where you're from. And he's like, ah, I'm from New York, but I'm in Florida. And then Jay goes, and what brings you out here today? Like it's a it's a pre thing. Wow. You probably, like, put a dollar in a machine, and you can pretend you had an interview. Night show. Yeah. It, look, Gio's got up on his computer. That's real Jay Leno. And is. then uh, 
there's Artie Fletcher. Oh no! And they're never actually in the. I mean, we do, that is awesome. and they're so awfully, they're so obviously different sizes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you wear that on the Tonight Show? No. If that was the time, <laughs> yeah, that just casual wear? Universal Studios. And you just sit there, with your legs all spread open. Yeah. It's like you'd you be on wow. the cover of Playboy too. For yeah. Yeah. yeah, he Dude, looks like a high school janitor. It was like a green screen. Oh, do you know what's interesting? Is there's like within comedy, obviously, mental illness is pretty prevalent. So yeah. there's like there's a lot of that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, it's even more advanced and more crazy. I ran into this comedian who I know. I, I, I won't say their name, but uh, they're an L.A. comic. And I was like, oh, man, this person's like really blowing up on TikTok. Like they hadn't had much much going on otherwise. Right. I was like, let me check their videos. And the, and the dude's video is him in front of a red curtain in his home. And he like starts the video laughing and then delivers a joke and peppers in fake crowd noise. Oh, oh yeah. But he he doesn't acknowledge that because that would be funny. Yeah, if he pretended he, he had an puts the clip up as if he's performing in a theater uh, and he like starts it with a laugh to try to authenticate yeah. It oh, yeah. the in the moment. moment. Yeah, and the that. laughs are so very clearly canned and so you, you watching it is like an exercise in like oh, my God. I don't know what reality and you I'm say living this in. Is Mike Feeney? <laughs> this, is, this is Michael T. Phoenix. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I like that, and, and then he then when, once we called him out, and he was like, "Nah, well, that's a joke. It's a joke." Well, okay, it's a joke, but you can't put down that you were on the Tonight Show as a credit and Letterman when you were neither on either show. Somebody else told me. Somebody else was claiming to be on Letterman, and I was like, "Where's that? I want to see that mm. video." And they were like, "Well, I I submitted a joke, and they use it." And they're like, "No, that's, that's not. You're not on no. Letterman." I brought my dog on, and it did stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! I was in the I was in the audience for Mike DiStefano and Amy Schumer's half hour. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. you got your own half hour <laughs> exactly. Then. Yeah. I did for a while as a joke when I was doing like checks at Broadway Comedy Club, just starting out. I used that as a credit, but saying I was in the audience oh. of the com- like just right. joking Same around. It's like it. poking it. fun. I would never be like I have a Comedy Central half hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to take a break because we got a lot of commercials. You're welcome to hang out if you want to. Yeah, hang yeah. Out. yeah. So Mike Cannon is here. Mike's going to be at Sidesplitters this weekend. Nine six zero eleven ninety seven. Make a reservation if you do it online at sidesplitterscomedy dot com. You can even pick your seat and the whole deal. Super funny. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and uh, we still got a lot of show left. We may go over. We're running out of days. So we might as well.